Welcome to Arch Rivals Football Season 4. Sponsored by Raz Energy, Steiner Sports, and Super Draft Pro. Here is your starting lineup for Season 4. Number 20, Darnell, the Playmaker Salads. Number 96, Alex, the Bear Man, Alcazaz. And number 69, Ricky, the Master of Mayhem, Litwinkowicz. Kickoff is starting in Five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Arch Rivals Football Season 4 tonight. And I am your host for the festivities. Down in the Playmaker's house here, I'm Justin McClure, and I do have my co-host here. From the big state of Texas, ladies and gentlemen, he, he's picking this up a little bit today. But he had fun yesterday. It is the one, the owner, the bear man of Texas, Alex Agazar. What's going on, bro? I'm good. Uh, I want to have my fun today because I know the best way to destroy the Eagle fans, honestly, even though they won. I've got something up my sleeve. It's going to be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And yet they still won. Let me just wait till we get there because Eagle fans are so proud but I can point out something. You could. There's one big thing they can be proud of, and I've already destroyed 20 Eagle fans already on this. So I'm on a tear, baby. You're on a tear, really. Mm -hmm. Really, Mister Mister Dean enjoyed the four with the four and zero start that the Cowboys gave you. Trying to find everything to pick on. The Cowboys ain't perfect. No team's perfect. That's why. Because there's something to point out. No team is perfect. That's why it's only been one team in the entire NFL who had a perfect season. Yeah, but these are the problems that have been a problem for a long time. You should be used to it by now. Yeah, and everybody should be used to the fact that I'm going to tear the team apart until they get it right. They're not going to get it right here, the Cowboys. Well, then get used to it. Get used, get used to me. You do too much, son. You do very too much. I'm used to Cowboys Nation hating me, dude. I've, I've been used to that. Guys, the more they hate me, the better. Why do you want your own fan base to hate you? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because they can't handle the truth. That's why. Well, I can't disagree with you. No. Nobody can, apparently. Nobody I can handle that. the truth. I can't argue that point, but, uh, yeah. As I continue to show, show uh, who we have in the chat so far. Paul, what's good, man? What's good? We finally got you to watch the show. I'm happy. All right, we ain't gonna be able to too long because it is the start of the NBA season, so we're gonna get right into it. We're gonna begin with Thursday night football yet again. Bear man, they are killing me with Thursday night football. They're killing me. Yeah, this is probably where you should. You this is probably where you would tell me I ought to be destroying Thursday night football. Yeah, you should definitely be destroying Thursday night football. I, on app on on a what was it? What is it on Amazon? Whatever. Amazon Prime. That already doesn't make any sense. I mean, football on Amazon. Who the hell came up with that? What a bright idea. It's certainly working. Not. It's Speaking actually of, a complete, utter failure. It's basically a disgrace. It's not a failure. It's the, it's the teams they put on Thursday night football. <coughs> yeah, it's a failure. 
I mean, Kirk Hershey, yeah. Al Michaels, this is the best that they can do. It's a disgrace. Like, you're not giving them games to actually call here. What is this? 12 to 7? We thought the week before couldn't get any worse. Well, we were wrong. You know, this is where I wish Ricky was here because apparently Carson Wentz injured his finger and he's out for at least a month. Taylor Heineke is back. So this is where I wish Ricky was here because I'm sure that Ricky would love to talk about the injury, about the guy who sprained both ankles in one game. Now he injured his finger and he's, he's out. He's out for a month. Yeah, you really missing Ricky because now you now you bringing it up. Good gracious. Uh, the world oh, by the way, speak, speaking of Amazon Prime, guess what news came out today? Next Thanksgiving, not this year's Thanksgiving, but next Thanksgiving. We're going to have football on Black Friday. How about that? And guess and guess who gets the rights to show that game? Amazon? Amazon Prime. Yuck. Uh, well, of course, well, it has to be Amazon, right? If it's Black Friday, I mean, yeah, of course, Amazon's got to do it. So, next Thanksgiving, 2023, you get your Thanksgiving 3-8, you get three games on Thanksgiving, and then you get an extra game on Friday. That should be fun. Whoop-de-doo. Now, continue on. Now, let's get to Sunday at 1 o'clock. The upset, one of the upsets of, the week, of this past week, because nobody picked the Falcons to beat the damn 49ers. I'm sure your sister's have. I'm sure your sister must be enjoying that. Yeah, because every other team in that division lost. We'll get to that later. Um. How did the Falcons beat the 49ers, Bear Man? It's pretty huge because nobody saw it coming. But it's like you say, any given Sunday, any given day. Marcus Mario threw two touchdown passes and then ran for one. Uh-huh. And the 49ers defense is banged up, is it not? They are banged up. They lost somebody else for the season as well. Uh, how many did they lose this week? So shout out to the Falcons for winning. New England went to Cleveland and uh they gave they gave uh BF a very nice welcome to the NFL. Yeah, they did. 38 to 15. Good Lord have mercy. Yeah, I'm sure Ricky enjoyed that. Uh I think Cleveland can't wait for the Sean Washington to come off suspension right about now. Because we knew at some point Jacoby Brissett would be what we thought he was. Yeah, well, I, I really don't think that the return of Deshaun Washington is really going to do anything. Oh, no. Cleveland about to be done. They 2-4 right now. Speaking, yeah. of team, speaking of the team that we used to call done around this time, you know, we can't call them that no more. Just so, end the season. So uh, we got to go just enjoy the season. They're well, having, well, they having one hell of a season. They went into Lambeau Field, and nobody picked the Jets to be the Packers at Lambeau Field, but they did. And, and they, they destroyed did. them. They did it convincingly as well. They destroyed the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field, 27 you to 10. You're not very upset about that one. I'm not upset. I'm actually <laughs> – why should I be upset? So the way that you said it, you said it with some. Now, because who would have who would have saw it coming? Everybody thought it was a dream at first. They did. And Paul, to answer your question, he was suspended for eleven games, so he'll be back week twelve. 
Continue with the one o'clock slate from this past Sunday. Minnesota Vikings took the trip in South Beach and they handled business, even though Teddy Bridgewater found himself back in back in the game because the first quarterback got injured. So Teddy had to come in and play. But yet nobody can stop Justin Jefferson Bear man. Nobody can guard this guy. Nobody. Speaking of the Dolphins, they had an update on Tua. Ooh. Hi, Tracy. Thanks for joining in. Oh, yeah. The fact that, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, Tua. What's the Tua news? Well, apparently, he's actually uh, on the verge of practicing again, that he could suit up for the next game. That he's preparing. He, apparently, ESPN said yesterday, Tua Tego Viola is preparing as the Dolphins starter for the game against Pittsburgh. And that game is Sunday night, by the way. Uh-huh. This week's primetime games is not very enthusiastic. I can tell you that much, but we'll get there when we do our other, our other show whenever day I can do it. I have to look at my schedule when I go to work tomorrow and figure out what day. What would be the best day and time to do it? Yes, Tracy. Celebrate them Jets. The Jets 4-1-2. Nobody saw this coming. Nobody seen the Jets going to be 4-1-2 after six games. We can tell you that. What is it, a three-game winning streak now? Yeah, three-game winning streak. And, you know Zach, I mean? and Zach Wilson didn't even throw for 150 yards. Didn't need to. Didn't need to. Brees Hall, baby. That man there is something else. Speaking of being something else, New Orleans, Louisiana, the Saints, home from – you know, whatever they had going on last week. Took on the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase back to a familiar stadium and a familiar size. And, uh... Yeah. Joe Burrow entered the came in the uh, – he came to the stadium in style, didn't he? Jamar Chase, LSU jersey. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, that same jersey that they won the national championship with. Uh-huh. Joe Burrow didn't forget how it feels to be in New Orleans. Jamar Chase didn't forget how it feels to be in New Orleans. And it showed 30 to 26. The Bengals take down the Saints to move to 500 on the season. And the funny thing is, they ain't the only team from that division that's 500 on the season because of, hmm, Lamar, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Oh, he had one job. No and that more. mistake, that mishap of the snap, and that was intercepted, that was it. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens went to the Meadowlands to take on the Giants, and they came up with an L. The Giants does another comeback victory, 24-20. to 20. And the Giants, the New York football Giants, Bearman, 5-1. A whole lot better than we thought. Five and one. They have beaten the Packers in London. They come home. They have beaten the Baltimore Ravens. The Giants have beaten some teams. And then back to what Paul was mentioning. Who saw this coming? Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady. They went to the Steel City to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they got beat by Mitchell Trubisky. 
The same Pittsburgh team that got destroyed by the Buffalo Bills the previous week. Mitchell Trubisky made the throws down the field. And on, and on, and on third downs, too, by the way. To Tom Brady had a meltdown. To beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, if you see Paul's comedy, you see why Tom Brady had a meltdown. Because he, uh, he was getting hit a lot. By the way, I, I hope I hope that trip to Robert Cross Way was worth it. By the way. And this better be your last year because yeah, everything around you was crumbling, including the football team. Tom Brady should he should have stayed retired. Who had the bus three and three after six weeks? Anybody? Anybody? Did anybody see Tom Brady being three and three after six weeks? Nobody? Mm, he should have just I wanna say he should have stayed retired. That was all the one o'clock games and Thursday night. Let's go to the afternoon game, shall we? Gina. Oh, Gina. As Ricky would say, broken jaw, Gina. Gina. But it wasn't the Gino Smith show. It was the Kenneth Walker show. The Ricky running back from Michigan State. Did his thing. Almost had 100 yards rushing with a touchdown as the Seattle Seahawks took down Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals 19-9. Murray finished 23 for 37 for 222 yards. No touchdowns and a pick. Although he did rush for 100 yards on 10 carries. And what did Gino do? Gino actually... 20 for 31, 197 yards, no touchdowns and no picks. Gino Smith won. Without doing much. What a shame. And sticking in the NFC West, my Los Angeles Rams, they did their damn job for once. Yeah, they beat a shitty team. I say they did their damn job for once. What more you want me to say? I need you to listen to what I'm saying, okay? I mean, <laughs> I they did their job for once. Yeah, they did their job for once, and they beat a shitty team. They got to three and three before the bye week, which was was needed. But there's a downside to this, bear man. And what has my biggest? What has been my biggest thing when it comes to talking about my rails, and especially to Ricky about my team? About running the ball. No, what's the other thing? Why they can't run the ball? No, the offensive line sucks. Guess what? Word came down today. Joe Noboom worship his Achilles. Oh, boy. Wait, who? So the guy who, who, who? who was replacing Andrew Whitworth and Joe oh. Noboom worship his Achilles against the Carolina Panthers. Another office alignment on the shelf. Thank God we have a bye week. Thank you, we have a bye week. Thank you. Because if it weren't for the pick early. six, it would have been 24-3. to And that too. So, Matthew Stafford, thank you for giving the Panthers a long touchdown, by the way. They only touched it 
But yep, I need some healthy guys because after this week, and next week is a very important game, but that's next week, okay? We're gonna tell you on this week. All right, and then we get to the game of the week there, man. Arrowhead Stadium, Kansas City, Missouri, the site of where it all finished off last year. Hey, Pizzle, what's good, man? Good. Thank you for joining the show. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, was it his round five, I believe? And my boy Tony predicted the score, didn't he? 24-20, Buffalo Bills over the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm pretty sure you got the number that you want to talk about because I'm pretty sure that was something in this game that you love talking about. Josh Allen, baby. Three touchdowns. That is a bad man right there. That is a bad man. I mean, you want to talk about a – no, you want to talk about a bad man? That would be Stavon Diggs. Stephon Ten catches Diggs. for 148 yards and a touchdown. It's also a bad man. Ah, he's a bad man, too. Good gracious. Stephon Diggs caught a touchdown. Gary Davis caught a touchdown. Dawson Knox caught a touchdown. Kansas City's run defense? Dead. Mm. How many and Juju, and Juju Smith-Schuster, you know, five catches for 113 yards. It didn't matter because Patrick Mahomes didn't look like Patrick Mahomes for once. Well, he wasn't his full self. Well, I, w I would say he wasn't his full self. He was, you know... 300, about 340 yards, two touchdowns with the two picks. But the incompletion is really – it's the incompletion. Uncharacteristic picks, by the way. This, this ain't – he just ain't dope, but he do uncharacteristic picks. We don't see Patrick Mahomes throw an interception in the red zone, do we? Nope. He did against the Bills. It's the final drive. We don't see Patrick Mahomes throw, throw an interception on the final drive of the game. Nope. He did against the Bills. So I put I have to put this loss on Patrick Mahomes. You played an uncharacteristic game, sir. Well, as Ricky game. would love to say, shit happens. It, it, it happens, but hey, you gotta call it out when you see it, correct, there, man? Gotta call it like it is. All right. And then our prime time games, and first up, Sunday night football. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. Lincoln Financial Field versus the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> With the jumping out to a, uh, was it a 20 to 0 lead? Mm hmm. Cowboys scored 17 unanswered, and then Philly said, uh, no, 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 no. This is our game. We're going to win this game to a full to a final score of 26 to 17. The Eagles remain the only unbeaten team at 6 and 0. The Cowboys finally lose a game with Cooper Rush as the starting quarterback. And now we get to wait for a dead press guy to come back. But before that, I, I find it so hilarious how Eagle fans are so enthused about this win. Well, congratulations, Eagles, because you prove once again that the only way you beat the Dallas Cowboys is that if the backup quarterback is playing. Um, <laughs> are we talking about are we talking about the same backup quarterback that Jerry Jones started started a quarterback controversy? Yeah. The same quarterback that everybody was like, ooh, if they keep winning, why bring that back? Correct? That's just there you go. So now you know why I'm always turning up Cowboys Nation. Now you know. Well, I think but, you've known, but I think now you have another reason to why. But now you want to flip the script and how Eagle fans not be happy that they beat the Dallas Cowboys if, just because Cooper Rush finally looked like a damn backup quarterback. 
Yeah, and that's and that's the difference, and, and that's the that's the thing right there. Okay, previously they beat the Cowboys when, when you know when a guy named Ben DiNucci was starting was 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 starting for the Cowboys. They only beat the Cowboys if if Dak Prescott is out. Ben DiNucci. Yeah. So Eagles enjoy it. Congratulations, you beat the Cowboys with a backup quarterback who finally decided to expose himself as a backup quarterback. And of course, you have an idiot by the name of Kellen Moore who doesn't know how to call plays. And of course, they couldn't run the damn ball. So congratulations, you beat a backup. Hey, Zeke had a touchdown. Uh, that was a pretty decent touchdown too. You know, don't take that away from Zeke. I ain't gonna take anything away from Zeke on this one, even though I don't know how I feel about him. But congratulations. You beat a backup. That's the only way you beat the Cowboys. So enjoy it. So you, so basically, you trying to, you going back off history. You so yeah. Are you saying that the Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys have never lost to the Philadelphia Eagles with that Prescott at quarterback? Haven't been for a while. It hasn't been like that since 2017. Ooh, when do y'all play again? Because now things gonna get interesting. If that Prescott can, can make it to that game, and it's in Arlington, and it's in Arlington. Okay, so basically he's saying when Dak Prescott comes back, y'all lose it. That's what he's saying. That's exactly what he's saying. It could happen. I mean, at the end of the day, I tell people because Kellen Moore is such an awful play caller, whether it's Prescott, whether it's Rush, it's probably not even going to make a difference. At the end of the day, I get to piss off Cowboys Nation too. And then we get to I get to be I get to be the I get to be the Joker. I get to cause mayhem and chaos to both Eagle fans and the Cowboy fans. And then we get to last night. And and you love it. You won't admit it, but you love it. Oh, I damn sure I picked it. I picked the Eagles. I picked the Eagles as soon as we got as soon as y'all got done beating us, I picked the Eagles. Yeah, because that same backup quarterback that I got exposed is the same guy that you guys couldn't take care of. Well, he didn't do a damn thing in that game. It was damn defense. Yeah, it was the defense, but still you guys could you, you guys couldn't do anything. But... And special teams, because they got a block punt as yeah. well. But, you know, as Ricky says, that's besides the point. Monday Night Football. L.A., SoFi Stadium, Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson versus Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. I got a bone to pick with the Chargers. You got a bone to pick. I mean, let's talk about our friend, Mr. John Misak. I mean, I wish he were here right now so we can give his God honest thoughts. He's too busy running about what's coming this week. The Broncos had like a ten nothing lead at one point. Broncos had a ten nothing lead. That's not my bone to pick with the Chargers. Oh, they didn't last long. Give me Mike Williams stats. I mean, come full stats at that. Oh, you want the full stats? I want the full stats of Mike Williams. Well, two catches for seventeen yards. How many targets? I don't see him, but why don't you enlighten us? Because it seems like you got the bone to pick. Why don't you do the honors? Before I do that, uh, is that Stephen Waldman there? Stephen Waldman, celebrate, man. Giants five and one, man. I have nothing. Giants five and one. Giants are doing exactly. Well, Giants do deserve credit for beating Baltimore. And I do, I do recall I was the only one who said the Giants would be better, and nobody wanted to leave me. And you picked and you picked the Ravens for this game too, so hey, it's Lamar Jackson the Baltimore Ravens. What you want me to do? Yeah, Lamar Jackson, the guy that the, the guy that said that nobody no defense can figure him out. 
he he the one he the one that cost the game. So okay. yeah, so yeah. so I so I guess uh, Mr. Waldman can can proudly declare while well, the Giants figured him out. They only lost this to that damn backup quarterback that Bearman want to keep harping about the Eagles beat too. So you gotta give Cooper West credit. He beat some good teams, okay. I gave Cooper West credit. I wrote in my article, he did his job. Four and one while, you know, filling in, nobody expected it. So he got overwhelmed. I think it's now time you, you put in you put in Prescott back in. But you know what? Like I said, because the because Kellen Moore is such an awful play caller, it's not gonna make it it's probably not even gonna make a difference. But back you know to, what? We'll wait, we'll Chargers. wait for that. We'll cross those bridges when we get to it. I'll destroy I'll, I'll destroy the Cowboys, you know, when when it's necessary. And I've already done that. We can move on from we can move on from that game. Are you done? Hey, I should ask you. You brought up Cooper Rush again, so are you done? I ain't going alone diatribe like you just did. Oh, and this is why Steven loves us. Back to the charges. What what my what numbers again? I'm actually pulling up right now because you know it, I think it I think you're going way beyond simply picking a bone playmaker. And, I, and I'm sure that Mr. Stephen Wallman definitely uh, is not surprised that this is happening. <laughs> oh, you want to? Oh, you want to see the targets? Mm-hmm. Bum, 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 bum. Six. How many? Okay, give me the full stats again. Two catches, 17 yards, on six targets. Uh, who is the number one receiver right now for the Los Angeles Chargers? Well, for this game, a guy, in this game, Joshua Palmer. So actually, you, whoever the offensive coordinator is, and I know it ain't Burton State, but he's a defensive minded coach. That's why the Chargers is one top defense in the league, but they haven't looked like it so far. Here's my problem. You didn't have Kenny Adams from the start of the season. So that means Mike Williams is your number one until Kenny Allen comes back. And you throw the ball to him six times? Throughout the whole game? Did I miss something here? Now, great. I get it. Practice on 10, the second is a damn good corner. But, 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 who's the quarterback for the for the Chargers? Russell Wilson. No, for the Chargers, not the, not the Oh, Bulls, sorry. The Chargers. <laughs> the Chargers. Oh, that would be uh, a guy, a guy who apparently he suffers from the same effect that I do. He suffers from a uh, Jekyll and Hyde effect, although it's it seems to affect him differently than me. Oh, that would be Justin Herbert. Have you, from the time that you knew about Justin Herbert, Bearman, I'm going to ask this question to you, okay? Have you ever seen Justin Herbert go away from his top target in any game before last night? Hold on a second. Steven, I, okay. It's like I said, it does not matter because the play calling is pathetic. It really doesn't matter. You can ask a question. I mean, <laughs> I mean Mr. Wallman's right here appreciating, appreciating the heck out of us. And, and yes, Stephen, it's a, a Jekyll and Hyde effect is a painful transformation. Believe me. So what were you saying, playmaker? Have you, uh, since is uh, since you have known Justin Herbert playing football, okay? Have you ever seen Justin Herbert shy away from his top target? Honestly, no. 
And he tweeted about this, so I... <laughs> you see, this is this is where I explained the Jekyll and Hyde effect seems to be affecting Justin Herbert worse than we had originally anticipated. So now here we are. We're both psychologists, aren't we? What made y'all not throw the ball to Mike Williams is what I'm trying to figure out. And by the way, Delver, you got beat by an injured kicker. Where word came out, he's going to be out for two, two to four weeks now. So add that to the insult to, to this L that y'all took. It shouldn't even be this close if Justin Howard to the bottom of Mike Williams. Like, dude, what are you doing, man? I mean, John Misak, I want his thoughts on this. Jeez, good gracious. Good gracious. All Russell right, Wilson, so. 15 for 28 for 188 yards. Yeah. A 34.7 34 QBR. Yeah, him, Cortland Sutton, and Jerry Judy, they are not on the same pace for whatever reason. Well, Judy did have, well, three catches, 54 yards on seven, on seven targets, though. So is it Judy and Wilson that's on the same page, or is it Judy and Sutton, or is it – or basically, how about this? It, it kind of seems maybe the whole entire Broncos offense aren't on the same page. No, and Broncos know. offense ridiculous. Matter of fact, Latarius Murray, who they just brought in not that long ago, was pretty much the lead running back over Mike Brewer and Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon has been bitched by Nathaniel Hackett. That's why, because Melvin Gordon is a former Charger. Melvin Gordon has been bitched. Oh, benched. I swear. Oh, I thought I, I thought you said what I what I was okay. No, yeah. he's been benched. Benched. He didn't, he didn't get a single carry last night. Not one carry. Wait, you said Melvin Gordon did not get a carry? No. No, he got three for eight yards. Oh, he got three carries. That's it. Yeah, three carries third? for eight yards. Yeah. How many carries did Mike Boom get? Well, in the running game, Mike Williams didn't get didn't get any carries. No, boom. Are you sure? Because he was in the game more than Melvin Gordon. I'm telling you, I'm looking at the stats. Melvin Gordon got three carries for eight yards. Latarius Murray. He came to start running back for the Denver Broncos. Who saw that coming? Mm -hmm. Good gracious. Yeah, I'm pretty positive about Melvin Gordon, but we can ask our friend Steven. He can double check because Steven's the pipe bomb radio stat guy. It don't even matter at this point in time. Latarius Murray, who went Exactly. It don't he, matter. It don't even matter. That's exactly what Mr. John Misek would say. It don't even matter at this point. All right. That's all the games from this past week, from week six. Here are the records. Everybody went seven and seven. Thank you, Philly. <laughs> Thank you, Philly. Without Philly, seven and seven would have been across the board. So pretty much they all the records stay the same. Ricky, he's still giving us his piece, even though he's taking a break. 52, 41, and 1. I am 50, 43, and 1. And Bearman is 43, 50, and 1. You're trying. You're trying. It's just one, it's just it's just not been a good season. But you know, uh, I'm having yeah. fun. 
you're trying. I, I, I give you credit. Yeah, you're hanging in there. So, okay, so, so you're saying, so by saying that I'm trying, you're acknowledging me for, for, for trying, right? I'm not you for not quitting. All right. Steve, you're does not. Mr. Wallman feel the same way? Is that what, what Mr. Wallman feels? Hey, he's trying. That's what matters. Is that it? He, he's <laughs> bear man's trying. But thank you to Philly. I did not think I was gonna need that game, but I did. All right, let's take a break right here. And when we come back, actually, no, before we take a break, I got to do my playmaker. I have playmakers of the week there, man. You ready for it's this? It's good to see you, Steven. It really is, buddy. You know, you ready for this? You ready for my playmakers of the week? I have more than one playmaker. In fact, I have more than two playmakers of the week. Check this oh, out. Oh, baby. The duo in Buffalo and the duo in Cincinnati. I mean, these are no-brainers, for, for goodness sake. Josh Allen, 28 for 43, 29, three touchdowns. No turnovers. Stephon Diggs, 10 receptions, 148 yards, and a touchdown. With a big win in Kansas City. The Cincinnati Tigers combination. Joe Burrow, 28 for 37, <laughs> 300 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, they both played for Cincinnati, and they both played for the Tigers at LSU, you want me to call him? <laughs> oh. And Jamar Chase, seven catches, 132, and two touchdowns. I had to do it, man. I had, I had, I had, I had to go. I had to go to the the, the double duo. I had to. Man. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. Look, yeah, it was, when there are multiple. Okay, when there are multiple playmakers and it's justifiably solidified, you do it. And if anybody has a problem with that, it just means that they did not pay attention to this week, they have no respect for the game, or they just don't know the game, period. There's nothing wrong with having more than one playmaker. Hey, man. These four guys are my playmakers of week six. Okay. I mean, come on. you, you, can't, you, you These performances cannot go unnoticed. These performances, they make headlines. They give us podcasters and sports artists something to talk about. I mean, we should be blessed, especially when there's more than one when, – when there are multiple playmakers. These are blessings. And they come in disguises, don't they? Yeah, they do. All right, we're going to take a break here. And then when we come back, we're going to get into Thursday Night Football. Pain Train, Pipe Bomb Productions, and the Playmakers blog are now both partnered with Fanatics. Fanatics is now your new home for all fan merchandise. From the MLB, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MLS, NASCAR, WWE, International Soccer Leagues, and golf. Check out the links below for everyday deals on Fanatics.com. Shout out to the Fanatics sponsors for both the Playmakers Bot and Pain Chain Pipe Bomb. Shout out to them for being sponsored for both networks. We are glad you're proud to be a, a partnership with them. <sighs> so we got to talk about Thursday Night Football now, right? Yeah, we got to talk about Thursday Night Football. Uh, okay, well. Thursday Night Football, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to the site of Super Bowl 57 that will be Glendale, Arizona, as Kyler Murray and Arizona Cardinals, who gets a 
DeAndre Hawkins back. Ooh-wee. His first game back, guess who gets to go against? Marshawn Lattimore and the New Orleans Saints. Will we see James Winston Thursday night, or will we see Andy Dalton Thursday night? That is the question to we hold. Chris Olave says he will play Thursday night despite his injury. I believe it was a concussion, if I remember correctly. He's going to play on Thursday night. He's going to do everything he's about to play this game. There, man. If I remember correctly, I think the Saints are what, two and four? Yep. I think the Cardinals are two and four. Yep. Another another stinker Thursday night football. <laughs> the only thing we would have looking forward to see how good the Arizona Cardinals gonna look now they got their number one target back. And then that number one target got to go against Marshawn Lattimore. So they might have a little excitement for our Myers and Kirk for once. A little excitement. But geez Louise. The loser of this game. Does the loser of this game might as well end a season after Thursday night? Oh, very likely. Very likely. Okay. Uh, ESPN Analytics has a 62.6% in favor of the Cardinals over the Saints. Uh, let's see. Uh, as of right now, on Tuesday, October 18th, the betting line has a minus one, one and a half points for the Cardinals, which we round up to two. Even Vegas don't even have faith in this game. Two points for the home team. Over under over 44 and a half, which we round up to 45. So they basically saying Cardinals win 25-23 basically, right? They can say whatever, but I'm still in the line again. Whatever they do, I'll believe it when I see it. All right, Bearman, you're in the later thoughts of this uh, Thursday night game that we have. Which is the beginning of a. Is Kyle Murray uh, playing Call of Duty right now as we speak? You know, I've been seeing a lot of Call of Duty commercials, so I don't think he's waiting for the new Call of Duty to come out. Yeah, probably. So they get DeAndre Hopkins back this week. Yes, they do. They get DeAndre Hopkins back this week. I wonder if he's still a free agent in fantasy football. I doubt it. I mean, can you actually pick up suspended players? I wonder. Yeah. I never did it before. Yeah. Because the song wasn't is out there in fantasy football, to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure DeAndre Hopkins was already taken. Oh my gosh. Just the beginning of a uh, what's going to be somewhat of a lackluster weekend in NFL. All the primetime games is not fun. You got this Thursday night, Sunday night. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers at Miami. Anybody through to watch that game? You know, something, something, okay. The fact that Tua is preparing. Is getting the first is getting the starting reps, the starting practice reps. I'm worried for Tua. Uh, 
I got the same the concerns for Tua, but the man has been out for three weeks. Okay. The man can't yeah, after suffering early. two after suffering two concussions in a span of seventy two hours. He can't be out for the rest of the season. He is the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. Okay then. Like, how long do y'all want him to be out? Until he's good to go. He's been gone for three weeks. How much longer does he need? Does he need to take two the rest of the rest of two months off? If he's making concussions, it could be long lasting. Well, guess what? Kenny Pickett got a concussion against the buzzer, and, he, and Mike Tom already said when he clears it, he's playing. So you're gonna have Kenny Pickett versus Tua time over low, but that's Sunday. We'll get to that. Guess what's Monday night? And, and if Ricky was here, he would agree with me. And this is not gonna be a game to watch Monday night. The Chicago Bears are at Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. This week's primetime games are not primetime. Nope. They are not. Starting with this right here in the site of Super Bowl 57 with the Saints and the Cardinals. God, I want to throw up. Uh, the things that we go through being analysts and journalists covering sports. Yeah, we're suffering, aren't we? That's amazing how our mothers and Kurt Hershey feel. Outside of week two, when they had Chargers and Chief, it's been sorry games. The only reason why I can't throw Cincinnati Miami there because that's the game when Katua took the second concussion. But Miami won't go win that game anyway because Cincinnati was in control. All right. Bear in mind, any final words for the people as we get ready to close it out for our drives. If there's any pro wrestling fans out there, I strongly, strongly encourage you to subscribe to my show, which is Ringside Chaos. It's actually been doing pretty good. That's good. Uh, for three, those, I've, I've done three episodes in the last 24 hours. It's amazing how wrestling news can be. For those of you who have been paying attention and haven't seen me everywhere, if you don't know, I debuted my new podcast today. Bear Man has already listened to it because he already checked it out before I even knew. Yeah, without even being without even being told too. I mean, I've been all over the place. Shooting lights out because the NBA season has started. The first game is being played right now between the Philadelphia Services and the Boston Celtics. And later on, it will be the Los Angeles Lakers taking on the defending world champion Golden State Warriors. So you can catch that on all platforms, including Amazon Music, Stitcher, Pandora, Apple Podcasts. And you can catch the video on, on the Playmaker the Bob YouTube page. Of what I did today, you get my predictions and all that good stuff. That's the Bear Man down there in the good old state of Texas who's been having a blast with college football. So, though you missed it, go back and watch Bear Down the Gridiron from yesterday as you got to see all the fun Bear Men had talking Texas football. 
Until next time, I ain't no playmaker down there. Sounds like here in Jacksonville, Florida. We will catch y'all at another time to preview week seven of the NFL season. Y'all have a good night. You've just experienced Arch Rivals Football Season 4. Click that like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when a new Arch episode is live on the air. Check out our sponsor links down below for everyday deals on Fanatics, NFLShop.com, and Points.com. Need merch? Check out www.paintrainpipebomb.threadless.com for quality merch at amazing prices. Tune in again next time.